welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, 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 Matt Baker, it's just me and you again. I'd like to welcome everybody to just into Just an Average NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Hayes, today with just Matt Baker. Uh, you can find us on anchor.fm backslash AVG NFL pod. You can also find us on Facebook if you search for just an average NFL podcast. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple and just about anywhere you can get your podcasts. So give us a follow, a like, a subscription, whatever it requires. Help us grow this thing. We're in St. Louis riding on dubs. Yeah, you can find me. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's what when you started reading it that time, I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you can find me." So sorry. Terrell's out out today. Um, apparently, they are the COVID house. Um, his his uh, wife has had COVID. He has had COVID. She is vaccinated. He is half vaccinated, and she tested. She might possibly have COVID. Yeah, again. it was a home test kit, so it's uh, like eighty nine point nine percent accurate. So we're just playing it safe for tonight and then she's going to go i guess in the morning and get tested tested to make sure so we're going to just hit this thing duos i'm sure me and you can figure out how to uh keep this thing rolling i don't know we should probably just give up we're both very quiet people so it's gonna be hard to fill time with us talking neither one of us really uh, you know (laughs) express ourselves in any way or any of that yeah any of that degree well tell us about this cool ass looking beer of the week my man i love this sent to us by a loyal listener go ahead and tell us about it so uh, a buddy of mine jason smith up there in uh oh chi town chicago chicago yeah, he's a, a fellow Sox fan, and um, he posted and said, check this out on his personal page, and I said, I need that. So he said, let me hook you up, and this is a, it's a local brewery, it's a Goose Island. Local or, for Chicago. Yeah, right? local for Chicago, not us. Yeah. Um, let's see what it says, it's um, brewed and packaged by Goose Island Beer in Chicago, Illinois. It's a 5% alcohol by volume. Um, I read some stuff online where it was saying it's a, it's a fruity fruity beer i'll let you go ahead and get the first one this All time right, well, see what well let's tell them about the can real quick so the can is black it's got socks down the side it looks i mean it's a black black socks no, back to the day of the black socks it's a white <laughs> socks uh beer it's really cool but i'll take a nice yeah swig. got a got a big stripe on it and the socks logo on the side of it it's a golden ale what are it's, we thinking it's all right it's all right i don't know it's it's i'm just gonna take a minute it's different that's different it's not. No, it's definitely it's not, not bad. It's not and, bad. And it's, it's not, not like, harsh. It's yeah, not no, bitter. It tastes like it should be harsh. Like it should be that. Initially, I was like, kinda, "Oh God, here we go." But then it, it was like, it, it's like if you have you ever like hit your arm or something and you expected it to hurt really bad, and then you get, you didn't get any pain. Yeah, just. But it was like just, you, the sensation was this is about to hurt so yeah, bad. Yeah. And then nothing happened. That's kind of uh, what that sip was like. I took a sip. I'm like, oh, here we go, and then it didn't deliver. Yeah, no, it's, on the harshness. Yeah, no, it's 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 not terrible. It's not something that I'm going to go out of my way to get again. But no, I mean, it's not no, terrible. No, 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 the can's really cool. Yeah, for collect- it's worth it for to collector, me. Yeah, yeah. This is this, the can itself right here is really yeah. really badass. It's and the you box. are a big Frank Thomas fan. I am, I am a Frank Thomas fan, which goes hand in hand with being a Sox fan. If you were big on them through the '90s and all that good mess, but early two thousands. Okay, so um, some news we'll hit up here real quick. I, I I wasn't ignoring you. Terrell was texting me his tight ends. 
Oh, nice. Smash. So, so we got him. Yeah, finally got a hold of him. So we'll, he, he we'll get talk his picks about in that. Too? Yeah, I think he's working on it. Okay, cool. So, um, but uh, before we get to all that, we're going to talk about some news. So Gerald Everett on the COVID list. Um, I'm not sure if he has it or what's going on there, but he is not. Uh, from what you were saying, pretty I, sure he's not vaccinated, which means he's not playing this week. Yeah, he, he more even it, even if he doesn't have it. I mean, I tried to read and find definitely whether he was vaccinated or not, but he's not one that I've heard that's come out and says he's right. definitely vaccinated. At all. So I mean, there's a good chance that more than likely he probably won't play this weekend. James White has officially been ruled out for the season with that hip subluxation. Same thing, basically that that um. Fitzmagic there it is and Tua Tungabailoa experienced before yeah Tua's was very extreme Fitzmagic wasn't as extreme and it looks like James White's somewhere in the middle of that I think yeah because um, I don't think Fitz is supposed to be out the whole season um, but uh, T Higgins ruled out for this week so if you have him make sure you plan accordingly um, Kittle did not practice today but he is still expected to play he's nursing something or another uh, Will Fuller also did not practice. Not sure what that means. Haven't got anything official as of the last time we checked. And uh, this is uh, this is going to be interesting. Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, both for the Colts are, I mean the, the Titans, Titans, sorry, yeah. um, are both are questionable. A.J. Brown likely not playing. Julio is still maybe kind of not trending either way right, right now. But He, um, he didn't practice, and it doesn't look amazing from what right. I've seen. So. so if those two don't play, I mean, tell me, what are your thoughts on Chester Rogers? I mean, I know there's another guy there that flashed last week on your who's that guy, but I really think that Chester Rogers is probably the most viable thing if they don't play. He would be. And I mean, maybe Ferkshire. This, well, this, and this could pay good for uh, McNichols, too. I mean, yeah, Ferkshire. Yeah, yeah Ferkshire or, or McNichols as well. I mean, because he is that pass-catching back that right. you kind of see out there occasionally. But I mean that's so, the, that takes all their deep. Chester's Chester's a he's a wide receiver, he's not anybody that's like amazing. He had an right. okay mid mid tier career or a few years with the Colts. Right. You know you heard his name a week or two here or there, yeah. but I mean he's not a a field stretcher. He's not a. Well, big you got Riddles maker. there too. This dude's like in witness protection. This yeah, dude, I, I haven't heard a thing so out of maybe it. Maybe that's that'd maybe be he a comes deep up play. and out. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. And the other guy, the the West Side or West uh, Westbrook, Westbrook and Kane, Kane uh, yeah. or something. Which he he flashed a little bit last week, week before last, whichever it was. It was last week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I mean, he I, was on your I don't know that guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's tough. I I think it does it does help for like I said, Jeremy McNichols or Ferkshire. He'll be he'll probably dumping it. I, off I think a it's lot also going to help Jonathan Taylor in the sense of they're going to probably cut their passing way down unless they're playing from behind. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor's on the Colts. Why do I keep getting the Colts and the Titans? I meant Derrick Henry. <laughs> Derrick Henry, yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, well, they're, they're playing against a really, a really do bad. Do you know that the Colts and Titans defense. aren't the same team? Oh. Yeah, I just realized that apparently. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I got the memo this morning, so I'm not uh, sure that I knew it for too long. There but. are certain teams that I get confused with each other. For some reason, it's the Colts and Titans, and obviously the Chargers. And the Rams, yeah. But at least there, there's a reason. They're both from LA. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but. no. It's, I, I'm pretty certain that um, the Titans have a pretty, uh, pretty easy match when it comes to a run. Yeah, they're playing against the Jets, so yeah. I think this. I think it bodes well for Tannehill. I think Tannehill gets some extra points too. He'll end up taking the. I run. don't know. It scares me a little bit though. Without his two top guys, you know, I have him a couple uh, leagues, and now I'm wanting maybe thinking of pivoting because I just think maybe they're. 
I don't know who's he going to throw it to. That's the thing that scares yeah, me. Yeah, there's, so. there's not a lot of depth there behind, as far as field yeah. stretching and everything. So if goes. you got Tannehill, you got you know these guys, you definitely going to keep a watch on this. Um, keep I, Henry if you can hold on to him for this week yeah. at least. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried to get him from you. And yeah, you, and shot you know that what? Down. I I probably would have had it not like the stars aligned this week. I mean, potential Julio out, AJ Brown yeah. more than likely. I mean, that's this is a prime for a Derrick Henry game you know yeah especially against the jets i mean so well moving on to our smish smash stack of the week uh terry Rowland sends us in every week his stack last week uh he had a good stack it just didn't pan out for him with uh kyler murray and d hop but this year he went oh this year his this <laughs> week he went with another really good stack but it's probably going to be an expensive one too if you're playing dfs daily fantasy but that's uh josh allen and uh, Stefan Diggs versus the Texans. The only thing I see that could possibly hurt this stack is that they get so far ahead they run the ball. But good news is the Bills don't have a good run run game. So they don't really have a running back they can lean on to, to, uh, to kill the clock. So that's why they do a lot of throwing. Yeah. That's, Zach Moss has actually stepped up a little bit this year. He's been a little more viable. But, I mean, it's still – Still not a run game I'd bet any money on or any any kind of situation like that. Yeah, for sure. So, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs for your smish smash. Stack, Stack of, of the week. week. <laughs> uh, Terrell still hasn't sent me his picks, so we'll either include him in this segment, we'll include him in another segment when he sends them, or we'll get him from him and then we'll roast him next week when he loses them all. He just gets – he automatically has to take – we get to pick his picks. Oh, God. Um, all right. Uh, that's Jets over I, the Titans. Yeah, Jets over the <laughs> uh, oh, I'm picking the uh, the Jaguars over the Bengals. <laughs> oh, we're, we're definitely going to take the Lions over the Bears. And I the mean. Texans over the Bills. Oh, yeah. That's four of his picks. <laughs> we'll let him have one. He yeah. can have the Falcons because that'll be a loss, too. No, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he will take the Falcons over Washington. That's what he would that's take. That's his five yeah, picks. There it, there it is. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but, uh We'll start with uh with my picks this week. And um, I was iffy about whether I was going to take this game, but I said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. And I took the Bucks rolling into uh, New England. Okay. I, I figured, they're, A, they're pissed they got their ass beat, and B, the Bucks are better, and Brady's got uh, – both him and, I'm sure, Belichick want to outdo the other, but Brady has a better opportunity to do that because yeah. Belichick's not actually out there on the field. Exactly. He's dependent on Mac Jones to do it, and that's not going to work. So. He's, hopefully, Maybe he's like giving his defense bonuses for sacks and stuff like that just to take Brady <laughs> down and try to get him out of the game yeah. kind of deal. Uh, and then um, I took the Ravens over the Broncos. Okay. I think the Broncos, I don't, you know, they're, we'll talk about later, but I just don't know what they are. But I think the Ravens are better. Um, I took Green Bay over the Steelers. Steelers playing at Green Bay. And I took the Titans over the Jets. And then I got a roll of my boys. I took the Panthers over the Cowboys. Oh, this is So it only took us to the week four to where we have absolutely none of the same games. Nice. Like no double Finally. up games, right? Like <laughs> normally it's two or three there that, you know, we kind of overlap and everything. But, I mean, some good picks. I kind of avoided some of those um, – I wanted to go with the Panthers because I, I I'm, I'm liking seeing them succeed. You know, it's, I like seeing Darnold out there winning. Right. I mean, and knowing what y'all gave up to get him, and he's actually proven his worth is a good. You know, yes. You got to love that. Yes. No matter what you're a fan of, if you're a fan 100%. of football, when it works out that way, well, you, you see like a guy it, so. who's been mired in such a shitty organization 
since he came to the league to finally ha- be somewhere where he's respected and liked and and coached yeah. properly to oh, yeah. see what he can actually do too. It's crazy. It's crazy to me because I remember when uh, Darnold was drafted in his, his first game. And me and you were down here watching football, and you were touting him so he's so great. Darnold's going to be a great quarterback, this, that, and the other. And, and we watched him, and it wasn't terrible, but he wasn't good. I mean, and yeah. we watched, and, and now for it to go full circle and end up on your team, yeah, you know, the team you followed. Dude, I had like, him in dynasty and traded him, and then he ended up on my team, <laughs> so I had to get him back. Yeah, exactly. From you, so I, mean, so I had to make a trade to get him back. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it's like, is, is it like destiny? You know, where you're this yeah. huge Panthers fan and. You touted him. You were speaking highly of him, and he was drafted as such. But just yeah, well, didn't I mean, pan when out he with came organization. out, when he came into the league, he was labeled the most quarterback ready uh, prospect out there. And he's a younger guy. It's like right now he's even younger than Joe Burrow still, and he's in his third year. Yeah, exactly. So, um, or he's I think he's this is his fourth year. This either his third. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, one I, of those. I just remember that the dude was this was the guy. He's the most ready. He came. It was the same draft as Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen was the the rough around the edges guys, and uh, Darnold was the he's ready to play now guy. And I, I was you know I was going off that. I was I'll be on. I look on the flip side. I didn't think Allen was going to be successful. Yeah. So I was clearly wrong on that assumption. <laughs> so, you know, take my analysis for what it's worth. Oh, I just yeah no, yeah. I'm just saying like it's it's just cool it came back to your team. Right. I mean, I was a big Allen fan. That's the only reason I accidentally became a Bills fan. Yeah. I mean, it's not. We used to go back and forth because I'm like, Allen's he's not accurate. The dude, he's never going to be a good NFL quarterback. I'm like, look at him. The guy's got the size and he's got the want and the drive, and it yeah. just just something was there. And I was wrong. It, I it, admit that it showed out. So, what picks you got for us then? If we're not the same, so I went with, um, I guess for for the podcast sake, Homer pick, uh, Bengals pick yeah. over Jacksonville, which I mean I guess that's that's a, I, that's a good pick. Though. Bengals defense is doing work, and Jaguars are throwing it to them. So I'm hoping that they win with defense. Yeah. Um, then I, I went with the Browns over the Vikings because um, I'm, I'm I'm loving the Browns this year, doing work, and the Vikings are. Still, the Vikings, and yeah. we don't know what's happening with Dalvin Cook. That's a, that's a huge portion. That is their, a huge portion of their offense. Um, then I picked I picked the Raiders over the Chargers. I, this is my on a limb pick because we don't know exactly what the Raiders are, but no fucking idea. I think that their <laughs> offense is big enough to take to go over the Chargers defense Ooh. and win the game. I do. So but, that's yeah. That's the problem is is it, it's not their offense. Is the is their defense. I mean, the Chargers are going to dumpster roll the defense of the Raiders, and, so. and that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a big, <laughs> be a high every game, game shootout with these guys. I just think it's going to end up. It's the Raiders are going to have the upper hand, it, that extra touchdown in the first half, or you know whatever right. it is that rolls it over. It, it'll be close. It'll be a one score game. I think. Oh no but, doubt. I, I I agree. But with I'm that I'm completely. taking the Raiders on the upside of it for them to go into their four and zero season. Okay. So, and let that go. And then next game between the Seahawks and 49ers, and I kind of went with the 49ers on this one. Wow. I know. I, I don't like it, I, but I just – everything in my head said – look, when I was playing it through, I was like kind of seeing how the game would play out in my head and yep. watching it and everything, and it's – I just see the 49ers walking away with the W. They need it, and it's – it's. we know how the Seahawks' defense is, yeah. you know, so – but we also know their offense, so I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's another high shooting game, and you know. I mean, the, I thought the 49ers, 49ers have been in some shootouts this this year too, and it's like their defense is supposed to be stout, but it's well, it's like Nick Bosa has been the majority of it, and he's 
he's come back healthy. It just he hasn't shined yet. I, I mean, they only lost the two to the Green Bay. Only lost by two to Green Bay when they. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what happens when you leave. 37 seconds on the clock. For Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Let Rodgers get out there. Yeah, three passes and two spikes later, yeah. and they're kicking a 35-yard yeah. field goal or something crazy yeah. like that. So, <laughs> And then, the, and then the, the second week, that was more along the lines of what you expect. But yeah. in the first week, it was also a shootout with the Lions. With the Lions, yeah. Yeah, they ended up winning. So, you know, uh, like I, I said, yeah. it's it, – it's, I, look, I don't think you're crazy. I wouldn't have made that pick, but I don't think you're crazy. I, I went on it. Yeah. I mean, I went. I'm, I'm going in on it. And then, last but not least, I, I picked the Chiefs over the Eagles. Yeah, um, you're and gonna, that's, they're going to write the ship this week. They 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 have to. I mean, I, they just haven't been the Chiefs. No. I mean, the last couple of weeks it's been it's been spotty at best. I mean, so I don't know. I I, I definitely think this is going to be their get right week, and things are going to start meshing again and get right so okay well terrell sent me his picks i just got them so oh, nice he says Bengals beats jags <laughs> so he's got uh you can write these down right i down. got you this is t's picks yeah Bengals Bengals beats jags but that's not necessarily a pick because it's got beats spelled b-e-e-t-s um. mm. but uh um, then he's got the lions uh to win which you you picked that game too didn't you um no oh he did pick playing. we were just making fun of it um the oh my god lions and bears no i didn't pick that guy okay well he's got the lions over the bears oh wow okay he's got the ravens winning yep over the broncos that's the game you had yeah yeah he's also got green bay over the steelers green bay and he the went the other way on your raiders pick he picked the chargers in that game oh nice so that's definitely Chargers. not. Yeah, you guys are definitely only one of you is getting a point there, or maybe neither one of you get a point. Maybe it's a tie. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So that's just zero. So no negative one yeah, and no plus one. You don't. And you that and that one you do count the zero. Oh. <laughs> oh, I will. I'm taking the zero if I get it. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, well, Green Bay. So he picked. So he picked two games that neither one of us picked. So that's actually kind of good too. I mean, yeah. he went with one game you picked and two games I picked, and then two that none of us picked. So between us, we covered twelve of the sixteen games. So that's not bad. Yes. Uh, all right. So I'm, I'm looking at his um, tight ends to smash. Terrell's tight ends to smash. Yes. Um, he picked uh, Gasecki at home as long as briskets the briskets playing. Oh wow. And which two is on the IR? Yeah, two so. is definitely on the IR, so he's not going to be playing. So I like that pick. I actually started uh, Gasecki in my uh, dynasty, so I'm I'm with him. Um, he's taking uh, Tyler Higby, so he's looking at the for the Rams. Um, Higby and Gasecki. I hope I know how to read this. That looks close. <laughs> that looks I have close. no idea just, how to spell it. So. Just get it close. So the Rams. I think that uh, that Higby picks a good pick because they're playing the Cardinals. Cardinals are gonna they're gonna move the ball, so yeah, they're gonna have to, the Rams are gonna have to throw the ball. It's gonna be a, a lot of passing in that game, I predict. And then he went with old faithful Kelsey. He said, Kelsey, obviously, he's the man, the myth, and the legend. Yeah, uh, true that. Yeah, so you you gotta go. You gotta so, but stay. did he did he spell it Kelsey or Kels? Actually. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he spelled it Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. And I was uh -huh. like, who is that? And then he auto-corrected to Kels, 
Kelsey with three uh, <laughs> asterisks next to it. Right, so it's Kels then. That's what the yeah. asterisks oh, that's, oh, I thought the asterisks were correction of <laughs> Kelly. So maybe are, he picked four tight ends. Whoever <laughs> Kelly is, is is the man, the myth, and the legend. Let's see, who's, who's a tight end with Kelly? There's no tight end. Well, there might be. It might be in Who's That Guy Next Week. Did they move? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Joshua Kelly, the running back? Maybe yeah. they moved him to tight end. <laughs> oh, first, they'd had to get him from the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Actually, is he on the Rams? I get those two confused a lot. <laughs> I think he's. On I think the he's Chargers. on the Chargers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We're 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 already <laughs> derailing. Uh, so we did get Terrell's tight ends to smash. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So now we're going with my segment. Go ahead and hit that intro. <laughs> Chicka 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 Daniels don't. Three. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this week, I'm going with, um, as much as I hate to do it, I've been touting this guy. I've, I've been getting this guy a lot of places. And after this week, he probably a guy you can buy low on, but that's Damian Harris. He is playing against Tampa. The, ta- uh, the Buccaneers are the top run defense in the league. The Pats' offense is stale and not really doing a whole lot. Last week was so bad yeah. for him too. And they're I mean, playing in there, and they're going against this defense. So um, I would just avoid Damian Harris like the plague this week. Uh, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. I'm just telling you right now, dude is garbage. He's washed up. He's a big fat potato out there just running around and falling down for no reason. Oh, just, just move po- on. Potato Roethlisberger. Uh, yeah, dump the guy off your team. Save yourself. Quit letting him force his bad stuff upon you, uh, his bad points and whatnot. Yep, and get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the last one is Daniel Jones. Um, I, I will say this one was a little bit harder decision. Hard, this decision was a little bit harder for me to make because Daniel Jones – he, he can play ugly as hell and still get fantasy points because of his rushing upside. And their offense is always having to score. They're, they're never ahead. So, um, but this week against the Saints, another stout defense. <coughs> Excuse me. I just don't see it happening. I think he's probably going to go out there, throw a couple picks, play like ass. It's just going to be abysmal. His receivers are banged up. Um, I'm hoping they run the ball a lot. And I'm hoping Barkley gets points based off of volume because I don't think he's going to get it based off of big plays. Yeah. <coughs> Good Lord. <clears throat> Got a, a itch in your throat there? Yeah, something. I will, I will get on board with you a little bit with the Daniel Jones. I picked him up in a couple places last week. But my thing with the Saints is, is they have a run-heavy quarterback on their roster. And defense is always prepared for the playing against their own team. Yeah. So like if you've already, if you got a Taysom Hill or Lamar Jackson or whatever, you can notice their defense is kind of shut that. Oh, they yeah. take that run out for the quarterback during practice. Taysom Hill is yeah, playing exactly. The Jones so side. they're they're yeah. protecting themselves against a lot of that stuff. So yeah. it's it's a good play to me to avoid the Saints or if they play the Ravens or you know any of the other teams that you know they thrive on a running quarterback. They can kind of prevent it and stop it yeah. down a lot quicker and easier. They got stuff set up for that. So. All in right. my opinion, my your humble opinion, my right? humbled opinion, your humble correct. Okay, um, so we're gonna switch up the next segment. Next segment is dun, 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 Baker's dozen three, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we're gonna switch it up this week. I'm gonna throw some players at you, Mister Baker, and you're gonna tell me whether you're, it's somebody that the, that people can drop off of their rosters, or if it's 
somebody that maybe they should hold on to and see, you know, give it another week or two and see what happens. Okay. So the first one I think is probably one of the biggest questions that's out there in the fantasy league right now. Robbie Anderson, drop or keep? Keep. Okay. At least one more week. Um, I know he has done – he had a, a, a good week one performance and then two shoddy performances the last couple of weeks. He's minimal on targets, but they just let go of Dan Arnold and traded him off, and that which was a four targets, four to five targets a game. Right. Uh, McCaffrey's injured, um, and we 80, saw 80, 80 quadzillion point <laughs> three targets. And game. so we're running into a similar situation like last year, except they've got Darnold instead of Bridgewater, which yeah. is a better right, a oh, better yeah. position to me. So I mean, you're running into a situation where they have to get the ball downfield. They're not going to have the luxury of being able to definitely dump it off to McCaffrey the whole time. Right. Because I think what the problem's been is Anderson's been the third look and McCaffrey's always open and he can get the yard after catch with no work. So dynamic. So, I mean, you, you know, you take the easy route out or you try to push it downfield to Anderson. Yeah. So, that, that takes that out of the play. That's going to get Anderson, I'm figuring, for three to five more targets in the game. Okay. And if he can come up with half that on the yardage he's All good for. he's becoming He's fantasy viable again. Okay. And that, I mean, it, it, at least hold him until this week will definitely be a decision maker and if it plays out well the next week until McCaffrey comes back I think Robbie Anderson's got a shot to be a starter each week all right well I'm going to give you this one then uh Taysan Williams with the uh Ravens I know that coming out the gate dude shot out like a cannon everybody was happy everybody was wanting him everybody's down and now it seems like Latavius Murray is more involved and you know I just I don't know so what do you think about that (laughs) I think there's there's still one more if you can afford it if you need someone who's definitely going to score points there's options out there I'm sure but I just last week was a pretty shitty week for all the Ravens running backs right um, Latavius Murray had like two point eight points or something yeah Tyson Williams had two point three or something there was very little running in that game it it was all Lamar mm. that whole game was essentially Lamar. And uh, so, Hollywood Brown dropping passes. Yeah, and yeah, and not even catching them. And how? Well, yeah, yeah, so, the other thing is, is had he caught at least one or two of those, and they got a lead on the Lions, then maybe the ran, running totals go up. Exactly on both. And of maybe them. we're not sitting here going, "Oh my God, you know, Taysom Williams is trash." Yeah, I, I think that they they still like him for that offense. I, I don't think they're just going to dump him and get rid of him for Latavius Murray. I think that um, Murray's going to take all the red zone work. So I mean. But I think Tyson's going to be the the guy that gets him down the field. I was about to correct myself for saying Tyson. Uh, <laughs> when you first said Tyson, I was like, "Are we talking Tyson, Tyson Hill or yeah. Tyson Hill?" But, but I, I just I say one more week on him at least. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't want to give up hope on somebody who had a bad week last week who was their guy. You know, he was the one. I mean, I know Murray's moving in, and he's probably going to take the red zone. Yeah, but I mean, it don't take but one good game, and he can become the only guy out there. Because I don't yeah. think they got a lot in Murray as far as what they're paying him and having him out there, and also. Well, here's one for you, and I already most people already know my feelings, but I want to hear yours. Ronald Jones, drop him, uh, stick him in the garbage can, put him at the bottom of the waiver if you can. <laughs> it's not worth. The, the only way, here's what I'll say: the only way that it would even be remotely a thought to try to keep Ronald Jones 
is if you've got 16 bench spots <laughs> in a redraft league and your IR is full. And you have four flexes. You, exactly. You can just you can just leave him down there cuz he will I'm, I don't I don't doubt he'll have a good week this season. You're not going to guess it though. It's going to yeah. happen on your bench. Yeah. You're going to be so pissed. You're going to be like, "Damn, I and knew then I should have played week him." You're going to play him. And then you're going to be get disappointed. Zero points exactly. Again. So I mean, it's get rid of the that's a cancer. That's a bench cancer in Well, my in opinion. that same vein, I'll just throw this guy in there with it, Leonard Fournette. You can drop him too. I it looks like if there's going to be anybody that's going to get the work that's fantasy viable points on any kind of security depending on injury, which we talked about yesterday, he might be injured, but Geo seems to be the guy they're going to bring out in junk time and yeah. They're not going to have many games when it is junk time. Right. And even we've seen when they're ahead by three scores, they're still throwing the ball. Well, I think it goes back to what you're talking about, Ronald Jones. It's hard to predict what week to play these guys. And how do you how do you guess on that? You know, it's easier just to get it off your bench so you don't hate yourself the next morning (laughs) for not playing them or for playing them. You know, if you can't, if you don't want to drop them, try to package them in some scrub trade. Just get rid of them. Just get let somebody else (laughs) give it to somebody else for a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's a bench cancer. They are they're bench cancer. All right. Well, I'm going to throw these next three at you. They're all Texans and they're all running backs. Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay. Are you gonna keep any, drop any, whatever? What do you got? If if Philip Lindsay's on your roster, it's so deep <laughs> of a league, you gotta have him. So <laughs> I mean He started the season with a touchdown uh, in the first two so weeks. So did David Johnson and <laughs> so did <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't see either okay, when they lost um um, oh, the quarterback. Oh, um, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. That took a little bit of value off of all them because they the way they were using all of them was all as pass catching, and Mark Ingram, and with Tyrod having the rushing upside, Mark Ingram being the bulldozer, and then they had David Johnson and Philip Lindsay out there catching passes for touchdowns. I mean, I that's another backfield where. If I were to want to roster some any of them deep, I'd keep Mark Ingram, yeah, just because of volume. I mean, and then the other two, they don't see the field. They don't have enough opportunity. They might get a touchdown in a week, and you're going to be like, oh. But that's another. I think one. it kind of falls into the same thing as the uh, Buccaneers' backfield. It's, it's just, just, it's like you're just going to keep staring at them on your bench, and then they're going to have a good week. You're going to be pissed, and you're going to play them, and then they're going to suck. Yep, that's exactly. It. It's going to play out. And a good week for them is a touchdown, three receptions, and 40 yards. Well, let me throw a trio of rookie um, quarterbacks at you. Mm. Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or Trevor Lawrence. Drop or keep? Redraft we're talking, correct? Yeah, not dynasty. It's all redraft. uh, Drop, drop, drop. Okay. I I don't – I mean, Trey Lance doesn't see the field enough. If Jimmy G gets injured, Trey Lance is the way to go. So you think as long as, as Jimmy G's healthy, he's going to play? You I, don't, think, I don't think – I don't think he's going to – they've won two out of their last three games. Right. They're still – I mean, not that Jimmy G's the reason they're winning or anything, but he's – they're still winning. So I, I don't see any reason for them to, for lack of a better term, risk Lance. They may bring him out there like they have been – and, you know, 10, 12% of the snaps kind of. Here's the only counterpoint. I'll, and the only reason I bring up Lance mainly is because I have him in just about every league I'm in. Yeah. And, I, and I'm debating this and going back and forth. So here's 
Here's the thing that's keeping me from dropping him right now. He has his bye week, week six. Okay. Most of the time in the NFL, unless you're freaking dumbass McGillicuddy up in uh, Chicago, <laughs> Adam Gase <laughs> yeah, Jr., yeah. Um, Matt Nagy, unless you're Matt Nagy, most teams, if they don't start the season with their rookie, they wait till their bye week. So that they have uh, they have two weeks of prepara- preparation to get them out to there. get them out there. They give them a, you know however long it takes to get to the bye week of them sitting behind another quarterback and seeing how things go, mm-hmm. and then the bye week to instill them into the game plan. That's what they did with Tua last year, yeah, and stuff. And so the bye week is week six. For me, unless I absolutely have to drop him, I'm that's when I'm trying. I'm trying to see what's going to happen week six. I'm trying to see if coming out against the Colts on the road. If they're or at home against the Colts in Week Seven, if the 49ers are going to run Lance out there as the starter, starting quarterback, they may. I, my only problem with the 49ers in general is I don't know if it's their O line or their uh, strength training or whatever the situation is, but they can't keep a healthy offense at all. <laughs> and you run huge risk when, at least if they're still winning by then. Yeah. I mean, if they're up, if they're up. Four to two going into week or four yeah. to one going into week six. I don't think they're going to risk putting Trey Lance out there. I think if they're if they lose the next two and they go into week six with you know they're two and four or whatever or two and two and three they, they got a losing record going into week right. six. I don't think it'll hurt them to start them and see what happens. I just it's going to come down to, and I don't. It all depends on how deep your yeah, bunch is. Yeah, I think and, I think what the real answer when it comes to Lance, I agree with you on Fields and Lawrence. I drop Lawrence. I, I mean, there's better quarterbacks. I, I'd rather have Darnold. I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I'd rather have Taylor Heineke. Heineke, yeah. If I'm going to roster a backup quarterback, it's one of those guys. Um, Fields, I just I I think that offense, that coaching staff, right now he Matt Nagy's still out there like, oh well, this week. The, all three quarterbacks got a chance to play. Yeah, and so, so you know, you're telling me that Nick Foles actually has a chance. I mean, dude, come on. You're a clown. This, yeah. um, and so I think as it sits right now, Fields is probably going to be next year. It's going to be the breakout for him. Yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, Lawrence with, probably will be too. Yeah. I mean, I think he needs some. Yeah, and I think people need to calm down on the whole bus thing with Lawrence. I don't know if a whole lot of people remember Peyton Manning's rookie season. Freaking, uh, One in 15, dude threw like a billion and a half interceptions. Interceptions. It's a dumpster fire. Troy Aikman had a similar yeah, rookie season. Right. It was like one of the same yeah, thing. These are huge Hall of Fame quarterbacks yeah. that are doing exactly what so, Lawrence is doing every, right now. In, so. in this microwave society where we got to have everything immediately, a guy goes out and has two bad games, and you want to call him a bust. Yeah, he's had three. But three yeah. bad games, yeah. <laughs> you got to well, also understand. Actually, week one wasn't bad. I, yeah. He threw three picks, but he was still a good game. He got three touchdowns yeah. and 250 and, yards. And look, he's still playing for a, a coach who's probably going to leave before the season's out. To yeah. run back to college anyway, He'll tuck his tail. Yeah, so really, next year I think when it, I think next year when both of these quarterbacks, I'm calling it now, are playing under new coaching <laughs> staffs. Um, oh yeah, next year you're gonna hopefully they'll be good coaching staffs. You're gonna see, you know, they're not getting the Sam Darnold treatment where it's gonna be three years of just trash. Yeah, or two years or whatever. I don't know. I don't. Maybe he's been in the league eight years, and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't mean to take over your segment. I no, just, no, no. You're good. Uh, I. Uh, it, it, that's but that's me. That's but I, but I think what I was gonna say is I think it, what it, the answer that comes down to Lance is if you got if you got to get somebody if you're zero and three you're one and two you need a win and you got to pick somebody up 
to to make a play, then you get rid of Lance. He's not worth holding in that yeah, respect. He's not worth holding forever. I mean, yeah. you could probably get him back after week six, honestly. Probably, I mean, before yeah. They, before he was the starter. Which but if you have the luxury of holding him, I would at least hold him till week six and see if they bring him in. If he doesn't play then, he's probably not going to play. I, that, I will say this. If he, they don't instill him in the bye week as the starter, regardless of what the record is, if, if they come out of the bye week with uh, beautiful Garoppolo still at the quarterback, then it's going to – barn an injury, he's going to play the whole season, and yeah. Lance is going to sit in Just, my in my humble He's going to sit it out. I mean, uh, he plays estimation. like 10% of the snaps now. They bring him out for them rando – I think they're doing a great job. Up. If you watch him – and I don't know this, is just me guessing, but he stands next to a guy, so – so you got Lance standing right now. I don't know who the dude is he's standing next to. Some dude with a headset and stuff. He's one of the coaches or assistants yeah. or whatever. And so they'll be calling the play in. So you'll see Garoppolo in the huddle. He'll lift up his little armband and he'll look at it and he'll say the play to everybody. And they were showing the the thing. And what I imagine is, because they didn't say this is what's going on. This is what I imagine. So what happens is you'll see also Trey Lance will lift up his armband mm-hmm. whenever the play is because he's got his helmet on. So yeah. he's, he's hearing it all. And then the guy will ask him, and they'll go back and forth. So I'm thinking the guy's kind of grilling him. Okay, well, so here's what's the play going that's on. called. Yep. Yeah, what is what is Garoppolo seeing what's, out what's there? Look one, what's, yeah, look what's look two? two? Where, exactly. What's, what are the audibles here? Yep. What, is, what is Garoppolo looking for? And he's looking for the right answers. So I think they're kind of like letting him play a game within the game. Yeah, without being out there. Yeah, just and, I, I, out. and look, I give Shanahan a lot of hell, but I do think Shanahan's an extremely smart dude, and I think he's a good coach. I just think he has a massive ego. But um, and he likes I, running backs. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude uh, <laughs> hand lotion and just running back a wall of running backs, and he's in heaven. But uh, I think that what they're doing with Lance is I think they're they're trying to get him in the right mindset so that when he does get on the field, he's seen these plays. Yep, he's been grilled on what he's looking for, and he's not just thrown out there. It's like, oh, hey, we haven't really asked you to do anything except for practice. So go out there and have a good time. Like somebody <laughs> in Chicago who threw his guy to the wolves didn't oh, change man. the game plan. And, uh, and, 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 and look, as a coach, your job is to create situations for your players to succeed. Yep. That is your sole job as a coach. No matter if you're coaching Little League or you're coaching NFL, and if you don't do that, you're a bad coach. And Matt Nagy is a bad coach. Moving on. <laughs> I will say this one thing, though. I do hope for Trey Lance's sake that they're at least, instead of labeling the players by their names, they're labeling them like by number. They're like running back one, running back two. That way, when he gets out there, that it's not a completely set of new people because everybody else is injured. And he just knows the number instead of the name. Yeah. I don't want him getting out there going, oh, shit, where's Mostert? I'm supposed to throw to Mostert now, and Mostert's not out there because he's injured. Yeah. Or where's Sermon? Oh, yeah. shit, Sermon's yeah. injured this week. Yeah, I'd say it needs to be that. one, two, and three. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about the running back's names. Ignore the names. Yeah, just worry about if they're one, two, or three, because it's going to change a lot. You're going to have to get to know point, a lot Jeff of people. Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to come back, and that's going to be the most confusing thing that anybody's ever tried to figure out. All right, I'm going to throw a couple more wide receivers at you to close this out. All right. Um, Zach Pascal with the Colts and Russell Gage, who's coming off injury right now with the Falcons. Drop or keep these guys? Um, Gage has done like next to nothing this season. I know we kind of touted him and thought he was going to come in and you know fill that that gap that Julio was leaving, 
And we also said that, but they're not, not fill the Julio gap. We're not the gap. Yeah, no. yeah, but, but help fill. Help take we that. We thought he was going to take, take a step targets. forward. Exactly sure. that, and between him and um, Kyle Pitts was going to fill that, those targets. Yeah, and, you and, know, and Mike Davis and Mike know? Davis coming yeah. in and all. And it turns out it's it's Russell. The, it was just Pitts and Davis. <laughs> it, well, it's Cordell. Uh, and, and or, Cor- um, Cordero. Cordero. <laughs> Cordero. Yeah, it turns out Cordero L E O O O or Corduroy. Corduroy. It turns out it's Cordell. Cord. God damn it. Corduroy. Just call him Corduroy. Corduroy. From now on, he's Corduroy Patterson. I, I'm, it's just Corduroy and Mike Davis. I mean, that, that's where it filled up. I mean, Gage, yeah. whatever his injury is, I'm, I don't remember exactly what it was. Ankle, or but before the five. injury, he was witness. He wasn't there. even. Nobody yeah. knew where where he was. If you haven't dropped him yet, you probably can. You can, yeah. there, There's there's some other wide receivers out there that you could pick up deep that would probably be more beneficial. And who was the other one? Zach Pascal. I'd hold Pascal one. He was actually when uh, Wentz was, for lack of a better term, healthy, which I don't think he ever has been. But I'm just gonna say. Um, you know, when he wasn't having to hobble around in the backfield, he, he was actually doing work. He was there. He, he saved Carson Wentz quite a few times. So, this last week, Wentz was out there with two hobbled ankles. Um, so, it wasn't the Wentz that we all know and hate. Right. So, I think that Pascal could potentially pay out. I think Wentz gets a little healthier because they played really safe ball last week. I mean, they were – he was getting rid of the ball way before he should have. I mean, it was it was one of them where it was like quick, 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 so that he didn't risk getting hit. Right. And so you don't have that time to look at your third option, which is where Pascal would be if you're getting rid of the ball so quickly. Right. So he had a bad week, and I think that Pascal can pay off once. Well, you got T.Y. supposed to be coming back, so. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, I counted T.Y. out last year, and then he showed up for four or five games. Like, I was like... Well, he's gonna, if it's the Texans, he's showing up. Oh, he'll be there. <laughs> he'll be there for that. Walker and everything. He'll be out there on the field for that one. And yeah. he'll get three touchdowns and... And 160 yards. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's Hall of Famer. If he could play the Texans every game, and this you, dude had 4,000 receiving yards. We'd be like, D-Hop who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, I, I'd hold on to Pascal. I think he's still got a week or two before you can really just dump him. Unless you, like I said, unless you absolutely... We have to have something now. Yeah, there's 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 still reason to hold him. I, think. I agree. I agree with that. So uh, let's hit this uh, Thursday night game we got tomorrow night. It's going to be a barn burner. The Jacksonville Jaguars rolling to Cincinnati to play the Bengals on Thursday night football. You know, I thought it was just this ongoing joke that the <laughs> Thursday night games suck every time, but I'm realizing yeah. this year they schedule it that way. And not it, that it well, sucks, but it's just it's like who no, watches these people? Like, look, I look, I, I as a Panther fan who got to watch his team on Thursday night, I got to watch it with my son. It was a good time, but who would they uh, play? The Texans. <laughs> That's exactly right. So, I mean, it's it's like right now. I mean, the Bengals got a pretty decent fan base, and they're two and one right now. Yeah, here's the thing: you can know if your team is on Thursday night football. You're either the trash or you're playing the trash. Okay. And so if you if your team is playing, if you look up and you see Tampa is playing your team, your team is trash. Your team is the trash. (laughs) Just go ahead and just and sometimes like to tomorrow night they're gonna have trash on trash. Man. Uh, which I look the Bengals aren't necessarily trash, but if I'd have seen this before the season, I'd have been trash on trash. <laughs> yeah, no, I but I, I will say this. Um if you're playing DFS, get all you can of Bengals defense in this game. 
I mean, we've yeah. seen Trevor Lawrence throwing two, three picks every game with pressure, and yeah. the Bengals are putting pressure on them. I mean, they're right now they're like fourth, I think, for run defense. They've held yeah. every running back yeah, well, under and, seventy yards. And Jacksonville so. can't run the ball against anybody. So well, they it don't matter. won't run the ball against yeah, anybody <laughs> unless it's Carlos Hyde for some <laughs> unknown fucking reason. Like uh, last last week was the first time that James Robinson had more than eleven attempts, and he put up twenty five points. Yeah, I mean he had fifteen attempts. He averaged like seven yards a carry. Yeah, I hope that last week was an eye opening experience. <sighs> I do for, too. Um, What's his lips? Uh, Urban Meyer. There it is. There he is. Yeah. Urban Meyer. Uh, for some reason, I kept Meyer. thinking. Yeah, I kept thinking Irvin, and I'm like, it's not <laughs> Irvin. I know it's not Irvin, but uh, yeah. So hopefully, it was an eye open experience for him to realize that he has a top end back. He yeah. has a, a back that can produce, and uh, if he given needs- the opportunity, that's the hardest part. Yeah. So, but uh, so let's look at it. So on Jacksonville side of the ball on Thursday night. Who are you, who are you interested in playing uh, in fantasy? Anybody? I I would I would be okay with James Robinson, um, okay. just because I do hope. And this is basing on I mean he scored he's averaged like nine points a week, which won't absolutely completely right. kill you. But um, and I would say that you could probably feel safe playing a couple like Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, and uh, probably Lavisca Chenault because uh, the Bengals their front line defense is really good. Their safeties are a little and Jesse Bates is going to be out. That's right. their top safety. So, he's the man when it comes to the the wideouts and stuff. So, they're going to be kind of weak in that area. Well, what about uh, Dan Arnold? Dan Arnold's going to the Jaguars. That's a good play because they just put uh, O'Shaq Hennessy. Yeah, O'Shaq. <laughs> you go down to the office and you see Principal O'Shaq Hennessy and tell him exactly what you did. <laughs> they put yeah. him on the IR. So, this is a this is a big hole filler for him. And Dan yeah. Arnold has flashed with – the Cardinals and yeah, and, and uh, O'Shaq Hennessy was getting, um, he was getting looks. Which this dude was never getting looks. So Lawrence is, he looks like a guy who will check it to the tight end. So my my only my only downside would be that this might be a little early for Dan Arnold. He's just coming in, having to get the playbook and get out there. Not saying that he can't, but I don't know how if he's they're going to try to put him out there for the routes and stuff. What he's going to have to learn to come up with it and everything how comfortable he's going to be on his first game. You know what I mean? Not saying he doesn't have the talent, but if the the stars just don't quite align right. 100% for him. I was looking to make sure. I, I, for some reason, my brain was like something had told me that he wasn't playing Thursday, but there's nothing saying that. So okay. we're going to roll as though he is. I don't I don't think there, – there's no reason he shouldn't. I think he's a good target for Jacksonville to have. And he's, a, he's a receiving tight end. So. I, just, I just don't know how well he's going to fit it's the gonna playbook mesh. and everything yeah, and go well into it. So. I, I will say in DFS, he could be a – because he's probably going to be super cheap. Yeah. And if you're playing that Thursday night DFS, he may be a, like a like a dart throw that, that if he hits, could make you some money. You could throw a dollar play on a – put him as a captain. I mean, yeah. he could come up with a and touchdown. It, yeah, and, and if he – because that's the kind of player that Dan Arnold is. He's just – He's a guy with it with an, an an unassuming name and an unassuming game, yeah. but he makes his plays. So I, that's that's the Jaguar side. I yeah. Mean, what about on the Bengals? I mean, obviously you're rolling Mixon out there. Um, um, you looks like Jamar Chase is the real deal. Man, I think he's twice the deal. Yeah. Man. Whatever happened to this idea that he can't catch the ball? <sighs> I don't Coming know, out of training camp, is like this dude's the worst. He's a bust. He's trash. I will say this: it's like week one. Jamar Chase, two touchdowns, 24 fantasy points. Week two, Jamar Chase, one touchdown, 17 fantasy points, 16, something like that. Week three, or going into week three, all of a sudden T. Higgins is injured. Oh, no, where's T. Higgins? 
Week three, he's out. He's not going to play. Jamar Chase, two touchdowns, yeah. 20-something. Week four, they're go- we're just going to say T. Higgins is out this week. <laughs> we don't really need him. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the people that were like, Higgins is the man. Higgins and Burrow got that thing. They got the last year. And they started this year decent. And then now it's – I'm sure he's really injured. But yeah. you're looking at it like Jamar Chase is taking this whole offense. I mean, He's the number one receiver. He is. He's, he's balling. Yeah, and, I, and this is an example of what I was talking about before with the microwave society. You know, in the preseason, in the preseason games and training camp, there was reports coming out of Cincinnati that Jamar Chase can't catch. He didn't have good preseason games. He didn't look good. People are already labeling this dude a bust to start before he even started his actual NFL career. It made me nervous, sadly. I mean, yeah. you know, just because I watched if the he preseason didn't start games. the way he did. I mean, it's hard to like when growing up. It took at least a year before you started calling people bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't like I no, wasn't no, calling I him bust, you, but no, yeah. But I was like, I w- I wasn't drafting in first round on rookie drafts or nothing, and I I definitely was waiting until four or five in redraft leagues before I looked at him. But some people were picking him up in two and three. So I mean, oh yeah, yeah, I did believe I, I saw him go in the second, third round in a lot of drafts, and it looks like those people were smarter than me because I'm like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I'm not because looking I was, at him. Till I three tell or you four. what, I was I was smart. I was taking Robert Woods in those rounds. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's it's. One yeah. of the, I mean, it's I was picking up Higgins in the third round. You know, second, third round, yeah. thinking he's going to be the guy. You know, yeah. Chase is going to take a year before he's well, actually. Just, you know, and see, I wish I'd have been one of the smart guys picking up Mike Williams in like the fifth and sixth rounds. Yeah, I know, right? That's, yeah, Yeah. definitely. But, But yeah. And you can play Burrow. Um, Burrow's definitely going to be safe. Especially against against that defense. I think if you got Burrow, put him out there. He's going to probably rock you 25 or so points. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking it's definitely, this is going to be a a good high 20s, a mid to high 20s week for him. So, um, I don't know who, if if, uh, Higgins is out, who's going to be that second receiver? Is Odd Tate going to be out there? He's Uh, supposed to be. I haven't heard much out of him this year. No. Um, but he's a guy, like last year, he's a guy that comes out of nowhere gets three or four touchdowns. So, again, if you're looking for that off-kilter DFS lineup for Thursday night, maybe you throw Auden Tate in there. Um, if this is Look, I, I hope you're looking him up to make sure that he's going to play because I haven't heard his name mentioned in a while, and, and so maybe it would be – well, I know who's on the IR or something. Yeah, he's good. He'll play. I'm just looking to see – Their depth Alden, chart. Yeah, Alden De- uh, Tyler Boyd. That's yeah, going to oh, be – That's your that's, sneaky That's play. your guy right Tyler there. Boyd is your wish Bobby Trees, but that's, now he might be the uh, – That's what's going to step he up. He might be right the there. target Bobby Trees now. <laughs> Damn, right? Yeah, but, and Bobby Trees might be the wish Bobby Trees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking at – behind Higgins is Stanley Morgan, which I've never heard of him. And that's he's, a, a law firm, Stanley Morgan and Sons. <laughs> and Associates, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's listed behind Higgins, but I think Boyd steps up. Alden Tate's behind Jamar, but I think Alden Tate <laughs> There's steps up. There's a dude up. really named Stanley Morgan? <laughs> yeah. That 100% is a law firm, Stanley Morgan Definitely. and Associates. Yeah. Uh, Trenton yeah. Irwin. Have you been in a fender bender? You need to call Stanley Morgan and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> I know this Trenton Trenton Irvin, he looks like he owns the law firm. He is definitely <laughs> no, <laughs> he looks weed behind it. No, no, he's the guy that's getting the legal services <laughs> from Stanley firm. Morgan. Yes, yeah, Stan- <laughs> Stanley Morgan and Associates is helping him on his possession charges. <laughs> but this uh, allegedly, alleg- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this could potentially be a game for um, CJ Uzma, you know, the old yeah, ass tight end there. Yeah. I mean, just because the targets open, whatever up, happened to Drew Sample, dude. He's the second second tight end behind him. He's still there, but he was he a just, terrible. The sampling of playing him last season was yeah. That was he, a bad, he was sorry, one was, touted and talked up, and then just I was trying to make a sample kinda, joke, dude. dude. 
Did you like my joke? It worked. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying. There's got to be a sample joke there somewhere. All right, that's uh, yeah. That's enough time spent <laughs> on that. All right, let's move on to some key games that we were talking about. Um, I'm going to let you talk about this one because I don't give. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I give zero fucks about this game. But uh, you brought it up, the Lions at the Bears. Tell me why, Here, in your estimation, this is a key matchup we need to talk about. Here's my thing. There are a lot of fantasy pieces going on here that people have been so pissed at themselves for wasting draft picks on. Allen Robinson has done nothing this year. Um, nobody drafted Andy Dalton, I'm sure. But at least he was holding up somewhat of a Darnell Mooney situation. Allen Robinson was getting a few points here and there. And then they put Fields out there, like you said, without changing anything. It just dropped a huge bomb. What, 12 yards of offense total or some crazy shit like that? You the Bears? Yeah. It was was bad. They had like one net yard of passing. So, of of all that, you know, so what are they actually going to try to – what quarterbacks going in? What what are they going to do? What are the Bears trying to do this year? They have a top of the line defense. I'm I'm I, if I could give you an emoji, it'd be the dude <laughs> doing this, just shrugging, shrugging up. Yeah, <laughs> and then you put that right behind the Lions, who strangely enough have been somewhat competitive, at least to a point in all their games when we thought they were going to be haven't like been nothing. Trash. That's what I'm saying. Like it's been. So are they going to come in here and blow the Bears out? Like they, I to me so, right dude. now on paper, right now the Lions should just walk all over the Bears. But I hope so. But is it going to be one of those games where all of a sudden the Bears just turn up and just walk and just right? You know what I mean? Like is this, this is going to be a get right game for the Bears. This is this is one of those where it's kind of. I mean, the Bears are playing at home. I mean, you, so you got D Swift on the line side. You got yep. some people are still the number three and, overall running back in fantasy right now. Yep, exactly. Um, you got Jamal Williams who's eating up targets and yeah. touchdowns and stuff yeah. alongside also, Swift. Also, on a side note. Jamal Williams is one of the most delightful humans oh, yeah. to ever walk this His planet. His interviews are awesome, Oh, my aren't God. They? Everybody out there right now, if you want to feel good, you want to laugh, you want to smile, go look up Jamal Williams. Go look up his press conferences. Go look up any yeah, interview Look you up can the find. one where he just – when he got released or traded yes. yeah. or dropped. Excuse or, or, me. No, when he got asked about yeah. playing against Green Bay. And yeah, how exactly. Yeah, Can I'm just telling you. I've seen some stuff on TikTok. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. Uh, oh, this dude. I'm telling you, he has yet to. I, I I'm rooting for this guy. I didn't know anything about him until like the last couple of weeks when I started seeing him. And I'm like, the the Packers were hiding this guy. Oh yeah. If this guy is on my team, I if, and no matter win or lose, this dude's coming out to every press conference. Somebody. Oh yeah, no doubt. He's amazing. It's it, you go back. You can go back and watch some of his and him and Aaron Jones because they used to joke and cut up oh my and God, dude. like the locker room I gotta stuff. Go they're back talking. And check it out they I had a lot of stuff. Him, dude. I, I, like, Aaron I am Jones a Jamal is a real Williams fan. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Jones is a real cheerful guy too. I mean, yeah. you think he gets out on the ga- on the field, he's a real real deal. But no, yeah. off off the field, you watch a lot of his interviews and stuff, yeah. cutting up, making jokes. Yeah. I mean, and him and Jamal were like, oh man, I gotta go like, look hand that in up hand. It was good stuff. I'm telling you, man. I just that dude is delightful. <laughs> but anyway, but that's that's the only reason I bring it up. There's a lot of questions there that need to be answered. I mean, are, are the Bears really worth being in this league, or should they go play <laughs> Bishop Sycamore for the rest of the week? Or, Hold and, on, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore might get a win. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same thing with the Lions. Like you know, funny you should ask. I think Nagy's going to be coaching at Bishop Sycamore next year. I'm thinking that's where he should go. <laughs> But that's but that's it's just a it's a real high controversial game and there's a lot of moving pieces here that people's fantasy teams kind of depend on. I mean, yeah, I, D Swift's I, a 
Bears defense isn't that bad. And Dean Swift's a good is, runner. Is, is good. And then you're going against the Lions, whose defense, defense is, is yeah. <laughs> so do yeah. you play Allen Robinson this, yeah, this week? I am. Uh, you know, I, so I, yeah, I trade. I didn't trade for him. I got offered a trade, and I accepted. So I now have Allen Robinson on one of my teams. Yeah. And I'm just like, is this because is this the game? Yeah, but it was like I said in the uh, fuck that guy segment last last uh, yesterday. Um, he made a living. He's made a living off of playing with shit quarterbacks. Yeah. So. And and he's done it even in Chicago with the biscuits. So it's it's time, you know, for everyone to say, you know what, Nagy, you're you're trash. Your offense is trash, but we're at least going to go out here and play quarterback. Yeah, get some shit together. Start figuring some shit out. You guys are still getting paid. You're still NFL players. You're still a very small percentage of the best athletes in the world. You can't possibly be that bad. And yeah. I do want to mention from last week, uh, or, or uh, from the, the the game they played against the Browns. Um, uh, Garrett, Miles yeah. Garrett. Oh, that dude's bisexual. That. <laughs> he is. He is hundred percent bisexual. Man, yeah. He can get sacks from both sides of the field. He might be <laughs> all sexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. What is it? What is the? Uh, what is it? He's pansexual. Pansexual. That's what it is. He is pansexual. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. He's pansexual. <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna get canceled. Oh. <laughs> they can't cancel us. It's not oh, worth canceling. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, that's that's the only reason I bring that game up. There's a lot of there's a yeah. lot of moving pieces there. And for I mean, those who don't know, he's he he got four and a half sacks in a game where the team got nine, and he was so that means he was responsible for five of those sacks. Six tackles for loss. Yes, I mean, Dude. the guy absolutely he was murdered. A fucking them. animal. He was a defense all on his own. Yes, like he was just out I think there. He, I think he time jumps too. Uh, he does. Uh, There's a video out there that yeah, kind of shows it sh- him. It looks like he glitches. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But so. yeah, that's why I brought that game up. It just you know, it's fantasy bible. Well, it did. It did exhibit some uh, some some good discussion uh, against my own uh, want. <laughs> uh, so the Panthers at the Cowboys is another interesting game. It's interesting to me. Obviously, I'm a Panther homer. Let's do this. Let's go get them. Keep pounding. But uh, it's interesting to me because I, as a Panther fan, I I, I want to see if this Panthers defense is legit. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely their average, the average point where they make contact with a running back is negative point seven one yards. I could buy that. So their That's a, their average is behind the line of scrimmage. Yep, almost a whole yard behind is where their their average making con, first contact against running backs. They have. I, I wish I had the stats in front of me. They're they're the in the first three games. They're on pace for some of the most legendary stats that you've ever you've ever heard of when it comes to a defense, of you know yardage and and stopping guys specifically against a run. I want to know if they're for real. You're going to a very prolific offense with the Cowboys who will throw the ball. They have great running backs. They have great receivers. They have a great running back. They have a great O line. So I'm ready to see: are the is the Panthers' defense for real, or have they just been playing shit? You know, um, opponents. Um, I and, think they're for real. I think the only thing I that, do too. The only thing that upsets this game to me, in any way, form, shape, fashion, or whatever, is the fact that y'all lost J.C. Horn. Yeah, that was a big. Um, loss. That's a big loss. But y'all did kind of we go went out and got C.J. Henderson, who C. was a first round draft pick last year, who the Panthers actually were wanting to draft last year, but they he didn't fall to them. Yeah. And so 
now they have two picks that they wanted from last year's draft on their team. So that's and that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, he and he's a he's a shutdown corner too. I mean, he's a he's a good he's a good fit. So I think so. I I just that would be the only the only downfall I'd see at this point. You know, with Dallas being a heavy pass you know pass right. offense and all that it, you lose a big piece like that that's been yeah. working with y'all the whole off season and up till now but well in uh, another game we're definitely we're both definitely looking at because we got to figure out what the fuck's going on with the chiefs is the chiefs at the eagles is this a get right game for the chiefs we also i also want to know about jalen and and what's going on with sirianni because he it's not looking good in in uh, philly with their offense and the mistakes that Jalen Hurts is making out there, yep. that seem to me are more on the coaching staff and less on the quarterback. Uh, did you see the quote that Jalen had said about the game? Uh, you don't look at it; you just flush it and walk yeah, he's away. Like, hey, when you take a deuce, <laughs> you don't look at it; you just flush it and move well, on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's a great quote. <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah, no, that that was pretty awesome. I, did, I got like ten people sent that to me <laughs> <laughs> this last week. So, you know, we'll have to see if the Chiefs are going to get right in that game and going to start, you know, pulling it back together. My thing is, too, is what with the Eagles' offense, I mean, they, they're they literally only running – they're only attempting to run the ball like eight times a game. And I understand they're playing on? from – Two rushes and and he averaged thir- – Miles Sanders averaged 13 yards a carry in two runs, and then that was it. Gainwell had Shut one attempt down. for two yards. I mean, yeah. and they each had six receptions, but still – why are you not even trying to, this they is, ran away from the run that they Jalen was making stupid mistakes he was uh rolling out of the pocket on rpos getting uh, uh ineligible player downfield penalties when when the uh the stupid announcer analyst whoever it is for espn dude's trash but he's out there just like Jalen's got to know better than that and it's like dude that's on the coaching staff yeah i mean you, it's, you know Jalen's not rolling out and and not you know he, they got to coach him up. Hey, on RPOs, if you don't hand the ball off, you got to get rid of it quick because the linemen are playing the run, so they're they're moving downfield. They're they're looking for guys to block. Yeah, and so you've got to throw the ball quick, or you got to run it yourself. But you can't roll out of the pocket. Yeah, they got to let them know this stuff, and that's that's what I'm looking to watch in this game. Kind of see if they're trying to change something. I mean, they got to do something different. Yeah. They're not going to get any wins at all. Yeah, playing like they are. I mean. And then on the Chiefs' side of the ball, hey, here's an idea. Throw to your fucking running back. Right? Come on. Check it down, Mahomes. You don't have to play hero ball. You don't have to sling it downfield the whole time. You drafted him for that purpose. I mean, he is And here's the thing. Mahomes lobbied to get CEH. He, he, like, the, the, if you look it up, the report's, like, before the draft, he's like, this is the guy I want. Yeah, get this guy. Yeah. And you think you spend that much draft capital on him, you'd at least use him to his full extent. I mean, right. Well, hopefully they get Josh Gordon pretty soon. He can get his, uh, his uh, what was it, 32 catches for 400 and something yards? 450 yards and two <laughs> touchdowns. Contract. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that was that's such a good it was a, meme. It man. was a very smart meme. So, yeah, we're going to figure out are the Chiefs going to right the ship or are they going to keep floundering? And, and or? I kind of hope the Eagles beat them. I it's just I, cause I don't ripples not, Oh yeah, it really hey, is for, like for storyline and content. I'm man, with you. I'm I'm just I want that controversy. I want that that I want the Eagles to figure something out offensively and it turn into a good game that they win. Not like yeah. you, people bitching and moaning about how the refs caught miscalled or you know I, it needs yeah. to be a good game that the Eagles just win. Well, here's what's going to mm. happen. This is my prediction. If the Eagles win, you're going to get closed door meetings, <laughs> players only meetings with the Chiefs. This is what happens it, when teams start imploding. They have players-only meetings. They all scream at each other, and, and they work things out. 
And I feel sorry for if they lose to the Eagles. I don't even know who they're playing next week. We can scroll down here and see. Yeah, who the Chiefs are going to be playing next yeah, week. Yeah, I feel uh, so bad for whoever the Chiefs play. I don't care if it's the greatest uh, team. The Bills. <laughs> oh, God. So they're, but they're playing at home. It's, yeah. If they lose this week, though. Uh, it's gonna be next. It's gonna be that's gonna be an eye-opening experience. For that's me. gonna be like a. I can't wait for that game. Yeah, no, that's we're what not I'm moving saying. ahead though. Yeah, we're no. not moving ahead. Okay, but yeah. I can't, Get away I from can't that. wait for that game. Uh, <laughs> so hey, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting if they lose though. The sto- the uh, storylines going into that game. Oh yeah, no, I'm just yeah. gonna go ahead and say that I will be late to work that following Monday. <laughs> oh, I'm going out of town that weekend to go. I got to get back for that game. <laughs> but uh, and then the. I'm going to throw both of the – oh, of course we got Tampa rolling into New England. Yeah. The whole uh, Brady rolling back in town. Apparently Belichick didn't tell Brady goodbye. The whole thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, Brady had his feelings hurt because Belichick didn't give him a little hug and kissy and mm-hmm. say, you, we had 20 years of love. Have a good time. <laughs> I mean, God, Amani, every time I, play ball. every time I pick up my phone, it's, an art, it's a thing that says – Belichick didn't tell Brady goodbye. I mean, come on. Is it was was Brady six years old and yeah, Santa right. Claus ignored him? Come on. It's it they're grown ass men. If that's look, if Brady wants to use that for, for motivation, fine. Bring uh, it. Yeah. Michael Jordan used to make shit up to be motivated. Okay, I know what the greats do. Oh, but yeah. as far as storylines go, come on, guys. That's weak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get off of this crap. Belichick's an ornery guy. We all know that. Let's but, move on. But this is a get-right game for him, though. Losing it is. To the Rams and, oh, look, week, I so. have no doubt that Tampa's going <laughs> to roll. It's going to be a. Yeah. It's going to be a game to watch. Most definitely. The only thing I'll say to counteract that, I think it's going to happen. But if it doesn't happen, it's because Belichick pulled out all the stops. Yeah. Every trick he's ever had. Every every whatever he's he knows Brady probably better than anybody Any in pers- this world. Better than Brady probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so. If if there if there's a chink in Brady's armor, Belichick's going to know it, and that defense is going to eat his pie. And yeah, and and that's all they're it's practicing be, this yep. entire week is they're practicing how to defeat Brady's weaknesses. Yep. But Brady's also been in this league for eighty five quadzillion years and won eighty five <laughs> quadzillion Super Bowls. He also knows how to beat his own tendencies. Yeah. And so there's no doubt in my mind that Brady knows. Hey, he's going to attack my weaknesses. We need to design an offense. Ooh, what if they put Kyle Trask in? To win my weaknesses. <laughs> what if they start Kyle Trask? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You want to talk about everyone losing their oh, fucking mind? It would be just, oh, oh God. God. I, I wish I was the coach of Tampa Bay. <laughs> Bruce Arians is the type of guy to do this. Just, I don't think it's going to happen, no, but, but it would be so hilarious. Like They practice all week with, with uh, Brady. But secretly, they have one series set up for Trask. For Trask. And they start the game with <laughs> Kyle Trask and Brady on the sideline. Oh, and make Brady sit over there with his helmet off, like dozing. Like he's like not even taking playing. a nap. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's not, even, he's not even interested in the game at yeah. all. Like have him like play it, like oh, swipe a TikTok on his phone. <laughs> Uploading uh, Instagram posts. Jesus. My first time on the bench. Kissing his son. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's That would be that so would, freaking oh, be amazing. Great, dude, people would lose you know, their fucking Like minds. you said, the Patriots, are, are they're building their defense around Brady's tendencies. If they put oh, Trask God. out there and They're the so center, businesslike. Oh, if God, that, that was, was happening, they would not They had, would, would not know what I, to do. I would do it. I'd do it. If I was the co- That's just, why I want to be the coach. Okay, I want to so do this. You lose. You lose it, worst case scenario, the worst thing that could happen. Or he throws an 
interception. The worst thing he can he throws a pick, a pick six. six, and we know Brady can come back from pick sixes. He's done it himself a few times. Well, hey, look, Mac Jones is going to throw two of them in this game. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I mean, I'm like, what's what's the harm? Uh, You're going to mess everybody's minds oh, up so God. hard. Fantasy owners are going to be throwing things. <laughs> There's going to be people by. I bet the sale of TVs goes up 15% the because, next day. Yeah, because people are breaking them. Oh, my God. It, it'll be. The, it, Cell phones and TVs Jesus. go up 15% the day Dude, after that. Dude, if it happens, if it happens, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this podcast to everybody in the world and be like, <laughs> we're the motherfuckers that call it. We did. We said it right here. You heard uh, it first here. Oh, God. That's hilarious. Kyle Trask starts the game and nobody <laughs> saw it coming. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but honestly, I'm just glad I remembered his name. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I have no doubt that Tampa's going to win that game. I actually picked Tampa to win that game. I'm pretty sure of my yeah. picks. But it, it wouldn't surprise – I wouldn't – it wouldn't blow my mind if they come up with some crazy, schemey offense to uh, try to fuck Brady up. Yeah. I just think talent-wise, it's going to be too overwhelming. Mac Jones is not going to go out there and, and beat this Tampa defense. Yeah, no, he's, he's no Brady. He's not – not close. He's getting things figured out, but it, they it's just all over the place over there. So, And real quick, we'll throw these last two in the same category because they are all together. The Ravens at the Broncos, the Raiders at the Chargers. And the reason they're in the same category is because there's two teams here that are 3-0 and that we have no fucking idea what they are. Yeah, That's the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, the Denver, they're doing it in two completely different ways. Yep. The Denver Broncos, they're doing it with uh, game management, um, not turn the ball over and solid defense, and the Raiders are doing it in shootout style by sling, <laughs> throwing the ball for eighty quadzillion yards and winning every game by one score, like thirty eight to thirty two in overtime. Yeah, yeah in overtime, <laughs> it's it's two completely different methods. I have no idea what these teams are. What no idea if these teams are going to sustain what they're doing. The Broncos, the first three opponents, they're all combined are zero and nine. Oh, so yeah. they haven't played anybody yep. of note. So they're going to finally play somebody, the Ravens. And the Raiders are 3 and 0 and their opponents are decent. They've gone they've beat the Ravens. Yep. They've beat the Dolphins who aren't the worst and I can't remember the other team off the top of my head. But uh they uh you know and and Derek, Derek Carr's playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um rugs and, out yeah. there finally starting to show out. Their defense up. is abysmal, but their offense is just putting up the fucking points. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what's going on. Of course, you got the Chargers. <clears throat> I think the Chargers are going to win this game. You picked the Raiders. Terrell picked the Chargers. I yeah. stayed the fuck away from it. But, I, I picked the Raiders. But if I had to pick, one. I'm going Chargers just because they're at home. Um and because I just I have more faith in the offensive players of the Chargers than the offensive players of the Raiders. But, you know, that's just, you know, I think neither defense is stout, but I think the Chargers' defense is a little bit better than the Raiders' defense. So that was basically what I'm going with. And as far as the Broncos-Ravens, I would pick the Ravens. Uh, but the Broncos may make it an ugly game. They may. I, yeah, that's that's a game I didn't want to call. I, the Ravens haven't meshed well this year between – problems with the receiving core Marquise Brown situations with injured running backs and all this and Lamar Jackson can't carry every game on his back right I mean and I, Denver's defense 
is a good enough defense that can shut yes. Lamar out and kind of yes. make this game be. This we, will be the best defense the Ravens have played this season. Tucker cannot kick 66-yard field goals every game and win every game. You I don't mean, tell Tucker what he can or can't do. <laughs> that dude's balls are bigger than both that of our That's true. Together. And me and you both have big balls. That's, that is – I will I will contest to Tucker. I'm terribly sorry, but I still don't <laughs> think it's going to happen. So, I mean, that's going to be a tough – that's why I stayed away from that one. I do see that the Raiders could pull it off against the Chargers. But, I, yeah, no, I mean, it's – they're going to be they're going to be games. I'll put yeah. it that way. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be, be interesting to watch. I think we're going to get a little bit better view of both these teams, hopefully, yeah. uh, after this week, and kind of be able to know a little bit better about what we're dealing with. So no, definitely, definitely. But there it is in a nutshell. Um, rolling into week four, so uh, see how everything goes down. Good luck to everybody out there. Have fun this week. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the fantasy. So, do enjoy I say the good life. No, no, there's, no. Nope, no, 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 no. You're not no not anymore. Okay, no. okay. No. All okay. right, so good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Hope you guys out there love you. Later.